Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is Carrie Stevens, and I am here to conquer the Shout It Out Loud cast. That's right, Tom and Zeus are in big trouble. Bend over, boys. Carrie's taking over. Oh boy. Here we go. Boy. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Stop pressing the button. Star Broker Simmons. Star? He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. Gonna grab me an ice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck that's what we're talking about. 617 Hello! Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus, another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 256, year review time, 2023, Tom. That's it, final episode. Unbelievable. This year has gone by like a blink. I can't believe we're doing the final episode of the year right now. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it's been a rough couple of days. Yeah. I've been sick in bed. Since Christmas Eve, I'm finally out and about. Yep. Um, I missed Christmas and everything. So some of you that got out and got sent messages and shit, I apologize about the delay. I'm finally back on my feet, kind of. And uh, this fucking cold, I'll tell you, yeah. it's kicking the shit out of everybody. Yeah, everybody's the plague is going around. I think uh, it was it was fucking super spreader event a few weeks ago at MSG, probably for a lot of people, but uh. Yeah, people have people have been dragging ass for a while around here at home and at work. You, Murph, everybody's been feeling like shit for a while. So, yeah, I think it all started when somebody farted on the minibus. Probably fart on the minibus. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, make sure you listen to our latest ARC episode on fair warning. Yes. That's right. Yep. Somebody fart in the minibus. <laughs> and he's like, somebody stink up the oh, minibus. Yeah. <laughs> somebody stink up the minibus. Oh, and then the, the guy's in the minibus pointing his finger at Pointing somebody. his finger. Like, that guy did it. All I can say is, if you've ever been to a resort island in the Caribbean, 
Yep. And you go on those mini bus that take you about an hour away from like the real part of those Caribbean fucking places. Oh, good luck seeing your family ever again. They don't open the windows. They don't do anything. If somebody lets out a hot ass, a sick, hot, sick fart in that yep. bus. Yep. Good luck. <laughs> yep. You're fucking done. Anyways, Tom, on that pleasant note, um, last week, we had one of our biggest guests, if not the biggest, the great Desmond Child on. And uh, wow, that was a lot of fun. And obviously, we did a poll about his songs, right? Yes, we did. We could have picked anything, but we picked the four songs that we thought should make the poll because it's our show. It's our poll. We picked I Was Made for Loving You, Heaven's on Fire, Hide Your Heart, Let's Put the X in Sex. At the time of this recording, there is still a few hours left in the poll. But this is very, very unusual because at the start of the poll, I was made for love and you came out of the gate killing it. Now, as of this recording, I was made for love and you and heavens on fire are at a dead heat at 36%. Hide your heart is at 20 and let's put the X in sex is at eight. So, uh, yeah, we'll have a winner eventually here. But um, Sam Paxton says here's a write in for who wants to be lonely. I love Rich says this is one of those questions where there is no wrong answer. Yes, you are correct. Lee Bruton. Oh, wow. X for me, but this seems like an unpopular pick. I picked mm. it. Yeah, I, I think I picked. Uh, I, gee, I may have picked it, too, just because it's I don't know. It's because it's funny. Uh, Brendan Crabb. I'll check out the episode and I really want to know who devised the line loves like a muscle. And you make me want to flex. Well, we just had him on the show. He's who came up with that line. Um, yeah, Desmond was incredible. Such a great guest. Such a great guest. Let's see what some of the comments on the actual episode are. A lot of people were excited to hear from him. Heavy Mayo chimes in. Another reason that the last chorus on Living on a Prayer is so powerful is because it goes up a whole key change. Wow. Heavy Mayo, you're so right. It elevates the song. It takes it to another level. Great song. I'm not a huge Bon Jovi fan, but that song does kick ass. Our buddy Brad Baird really enjoyed the episode. Desmond has really left his handprints on the music we love. Now for all the idiots that complain on you, giving your opinions in the words of Don Henley and the Eagles, get over it. <laughs> nice. The most miserable man in rock. <laughs> Lee Haley says, goodness gracious, a legend. Yes, he certainly is. And that's what we got for Twitter. All right, Tom. Over on the book of face, the great Jason Warden. Holy shit. What a get. Such a big part of history. Also, Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, etc. Great job, brothers. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Keith Rochford. This is awesome. I just finished his book about a week ago. Finally reading Tone Chaser. Another good book. Nice. Uh, book was good. Wish you went to a little more detail about the music and writing, and though. Ending the year with another amazing interview. 2024 is going to be even better. Well, let me just tell you guys a little sneak peek. You are going to want to tune in to next week, our opening. And we always start off a year strong, but this yes. one's going to be good. Yeah, really going to be good. good. Yep. 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 Our op uh, our opening our opening episodes are always huge. Yep. Yep. Russ Tozer. Really enjoyed this episode, guys. No doubt about the talent this guy has. He 
has totally recognizable sound to me that's a big part of the 80s in particular. I rocked out to most of the songs back then. Now, well, that songwriting formula of his, for the most part, drives me fucking nuts. Loved his stories in a sense of humor. And who can't appreciate that the guy loves South Park? Looking forward to getting his book. TNZ, your interviews have been a real highlight of the show for me this year. Love your work. Looking forward to you guys having store for us in 2024. We have a ton of people lined up. Yeah. Um, we were getting towards the end of the year, and then we always have to do a bunch of like things to bang out the end of the year, year in review. Festivus. Um, Festivus. We knew the New York City review coming. So we have people lined up and we're just pushing them all into next year. And we don't want to put everything to be an interview show all the time. So we want to change it up every once in a while, but we'll have a plenty. We'll have plenty of um, interviews coming up, guys. Yeah. When we do like to mix it up, like Zeus said, we like to mix it up with interviews sprinkled about, you know, and then obviously album reviews, tour reviews, top 10 drafts, et cetera. Uh, but we do know this second half of the year was interview heavy in the best way possible. We're going to talk all about it. When we wrap up the year. Yeah. Adam Nirenberg, thanks for the shout out. I'm waging that this kiss tard who reported me, she gets my nomination for a lifetime kiss tard award and the Ace Fraley Sharp Award. If this wasn't the person who reported my polls, then she still get the award anyways. Lifetime supply of Geritol and I. Hardy, settle down. Somebody named Allison Steele posted, this post was so fucking bad that I am blocking this person who posted it so I never have to see any of his stupid posts again. I don't know what the we fuck. actually had somebody report a post on Loudcasters because Zeus and I are the admins of the page. It was posted by somebody that listens to the show religiously and gets... And understands our pop culture references, our ARC references, the dorm damage references. They reported the post, and the reason for the report was that it was unrelated to shout it out loudcast. It was it was it, it was irrelevant information according to the person who reported. So of course I kept it and I said, listen to the show, and you'll get why this was posted. People don't get it. And again. We're approaching 9,000 members on Loudcasters, which is amazing. Not everybody's going to get it. And we know that not all 9,000 people listen to the show. Yeah, it was funny. Somebody posted a, a grand bonnet because it was his birthday. That's exactly the post I was talking about. And yep. someone's like, yeah, this is definitely, if you don't know why this is being posted, yep. Zeus is a big fan of Rainbow and Grand Bonnet, and he's been a guest on their show. Yep. And they even do an interview with him. And people are like, oh, even somebody was like, oh, I don't care why it's still stupid. Like, something yeah. like, Jesus, what the fuck are you doing here? People, somebody, that's the post that I'm mentioning. They said irrelevant. I'm irrelevant to who? You? Yeah. Go fuck yourself and go listen to go somewhere else. Just, I just don't understand this freedom on the internet to say what you want. Like Mike Tyson is so right. Like the internet has given people a lot of like fucking balls to say shit. They would never say to anybody's face because they oh, get fucking totally. knocked out. Totally. Just, what the fuck? Yep. Anyways, let's end on this one. The great Mark Flores. Another great show. Regarding the online bitching to a shout out loud. <laughs> this is one of the last shows on any platform with any real balls left. And any rock fan who grew up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s knows it. There's an old saying. 
If you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And people just don't like the show's honesty. Don't like it because in Tom and Zeus call out bullshit exposes their own. I don't give a fuck about makeup and costumes. I listen to the show because it's the host talk like men, not like some other bunch of jail bitches afraid to tell it like it is. <laughs> Tom and Zeus kick ass every week and the show is the fucking boss. Gentlemen, happy holidays to you. And all you shouted out loudcast fans. Dude, how awesome is Mark Flores' music? We love him. His comments every week are amazing, Mark. And, love you, buddy. Thank you. And his videos that he posts sometimes. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. Mark, you're the best. Happy holidays to you and a happy, safe new year to you and yours. Yes. Over on Loudcasters, John Clifford, one of the best episodes yet. Desmond Child sounds like a humble and grateful guy. His stories about working with Paul and others were so much fun to listen to. He seems to be down to earth, obviously very talented. I wish him continued success. Thank you, John. Dan Hodgson, Who Wants to Be Lonely is my favorite Kiss song. I like a lot of their 80s output. I'm telling you, Who Wants wow. to Be Lonely gets a lot of love these days yep. from Kiss Army. Yep. Um, over on our Instagram page, Junior Vintage, this really was a great Christmas gift. Uh, TNZ phenomenal interview and Desmond uh, child is so articulate can't wait to read his book one of your best interviews of all time wow thank you but appreciate it yep over on our YouTube squid gum says um um you know apparently there was a lot of you knows or something uh, and- yeah a lot of people pointed that out apparently <laughs> yeah and look I mean I don't int- I don't uh, edit the interviews we do. This is a separate set. I just put those right in, unless there's something that somebody wants me to let out and you know get out of there because something off. Otherwise, I just because it's conversation, so I, right. I leave it in there. Yep. I'll tell you, I've listened to other podcasts. There's a ton of you knows. And I oh, tell yeah. Tom this all the time. He's like, yeah, but we don't do that a lot. I'm like, oh, yes, we do. I just edit that shit out. So whatever you hear from us on the you knows and ums and you knows, it's about three quarters of them have been already wiped out. It's just get up here and talk. You'll figure it out yourselves when you do that, that it's just human nature. You it's need- conversational. Yeah. It's the way your yeah. it's the way your mouth and your mind works when you're having a conversation with somebody. Yeah, something's triggering your mind's working while your mouth is talking. So you need to fill up that space and or you want to affirm what you were saying. So you go, you know? Yep. Or you could do the old James Brown thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> he helped Daniel <laughs> yeah, get no. out the lion's den. And you know he'll kill again. Get off the island. Yeah, because that was the stuff he said there. You know, James is saying some deep shit there because he had a ha, ha, <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's a James Brown lyric. He wrote that down. <laughs> the fuck is James singing? I don't know. Moving? Yeah. Moving? Yeah. I don't know what the fuck James saying. Uh, someone else wrote, great to hear the Jack Horse interview. Oh, no. What the fuck? No. <laughs> Jack Horse. And then I'll leave you with Chris Floods on the same thing here. Uh, you guys are great as always, but Desmond Child was interesting. But if he said, you know, one more time, I was going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Maybe some kiss tard counted. Oh, man. Oh, Tom, that's what I got. Over to you. All right. Let's blow through a couple emails here. We got one from our good buddy Ken in Satan Service. 
Hope you both had a great Christmas, and I wish you all the best in the new year. Your podcast is something I look forward to every week, and I find myself laughing days later. Thank you. No, Ken. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, we got one here from Shout It Out Loudcast Hall of Famer, the great Jim Riley. Desmond Child, kind of a big deal. This was awesome. Many people have told me he is the soundtrack for people's lives. He always replies, I'm the jukebox. What his songs have meant to a lot of our lives. I was a teenager growing up in New Jersey when Living on a Prayer came out. The Bentley story is pretty awesome. Tom and Zeus. Murph is a legend, of course. This one we've been waiting for. I like how he throws in Murph because Murph is a legend. Trent Bally. TNZ. First off, congrats on getting Desmond freaking child on the show. What a measuring stick to show how much your awesome show has grown in just a few years. I wanted to comment on Desmond's take on the avatars. His points about the how the animation will be better and the quality of the music will be sensational only doubles down on how fucking ridiculous it was that Kiss jumped the gun on even promoting this. If we have to wait years for these shows to happen, then they could have just dumped the QR code and put, quote, coming in 2027 on the screen and everyone would have left speculating in a much more positive light than they did by seeing the beta test run half-baked version of the avatars. Another fantastic interview and episode. Thanks for making my flight home for the holidays enjoyable. Happy New Year to you and yours and all the loudcasters out there. I hope 2024 brings Kiss some more YouTube comments than our guy Ace. P.S. We all love Desmond, but I could have played a drinking game for how many times he said, you know, in between thoughts. These oh, guys are unreal. Uh, we got a great one here from West Beach. Um, talks about Festivus in the Kiss machine. Brings up a great point here. I think the Kiss machine is brilliant at marketing. They created intense demand by putting up those pop-up shops for the final shows and limiting the amount of merchandise. So when people saw the same things on Kiss Online that were sold out of New York, or if they didn't make it to the final shows, they would snap them up. But perhaps their biggest genius move was giving out free golden tickets at one exit of the garden. Word spread quickly, and it left fans that didn't get them what happened. Like the drug dealer handing out free drugs in the back of the high school, creating new paying customers, Kiss created customers for those tickets online, the, for those that missed out on them. And just what does that ticket get you? Wishing you both and your families the very merriest of Christmases and looking forward to new episodes in the new era of Kiss. Wes, great point. Obviously, there's no confirmation that Kiss was behind this, but we're all conspiracy theories when it comes to the Kiss tartum of the world. Um, I wouldn't put it past them. I think it's a great point. Yeah, I think Wes makes an awesome point. Didn't even think about it like that. Yep. Yeah, they drove a market. They definitely got people like going, oh, I need to have that now. And then they did release more. Yep. Uh, and that's what we got for emails. Uh, you want to wrap up feedback there, Zeus, with something? Yeah. So over on our Facebook page, our buddy, Thanis Akratides, the Greek thunder from down under. Boys, I have to say, this has to be my favorite show ever. Having heard this story before on other podcasts, I think Desmond opened up to you two both giving us different twists and the backstory behind the tunes. It was tremendous. It's a story of triumph coming forward. He has to be one of the most inspiring songsmiths of our lifetime. You can't turn on rock radio and not hear a tune which was written or inspired by Desmond Child. 
I think Kiss should have utilized more than they did. Maybe Gene should have written with him. I'm sure he would have dished out better tunes than some of the deflated garbage he released in the 80s. Call me biased, but I Was Made for Love and You is the greatest tune he had written with Kiss. It's an international success and is evident in today's pop culture. Who Wants to Be Lonely should have been a massive hit. Universal Music definitely dropped the ball with that one. Happy New Year to you all in May 2024 be an even better year for Shout It Out Loudcast. Yasu. So, uh, Thanis for being so cool in New York and so generous to all of us Loudcasters. Uh, and for this awesome comment, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Thanos, you're the man, brother. Thank you so much for everything you added to the incredible weekend of New York City. We've talked about that uh, offline, off air, and uh, grateful to have you as a friend. And it was great meeting you in New York City. And your comment is spectacular. Thank you, buddy. And good luck with Frozen Tears as well. Keep kicking ass. Yeah, Frozen Tears. They have a nice version of Come On and Love Me. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. Tom, what we do next is we go over to Patreon. And what a year to end our Patreon season. Unbelievable. I'm telling you, uh, our Patreon grew tremendously this year. Mm -hmm. We are at its biggest number yet. Um, And more importantly, we got two new members. Mm -hmm. Coming in from overseas. The great Steingrim Stegani. He's a demon tier member. And another Grecian friend, Sotirios Vlahos. He's a spaceman member. Both of you guys, thank you for joining our Patreon family. We really appreciate it. And uh, the Patreons have been so supportive of us. And things like Desmond Child coming on the show, going to places and talking to people and asking for, you know, if we can get somebody to come on the show. It's because we keep growing the podcast with events, with software, with marketing, with other stuff to build this show up. Thanks to you guys. And Patreon is where you can go to the website, which is, uh, there's a link to it right on our website. Shout it out loudcast.com right on the landing page. It says Patreon, or you go to Patreon, the app or patreon.com. You click on shout it out loudcast. We have four tiers set up. You can join one of the four tiers and then you help contribute to the show. And in turn, you get things like merch, uh, involvement in the show, polls. Uh, we have a demon tier coming up. And all you people out there that are non-demon tiers, if you're in Patreon and you want to join the demon tier, now's the time to do it because we'll have a demon tier starting off the beginning of January. And anybody else who wants to join, um, we'll have the demon tier video chat. They'll be coming up shortly. And these are just small, some small of the perks that you get for being a Patreon member. If you're interested, please check it out. Again, 
If you like what we do, you like the content we do, and you like the fact that I'm deathly fucking ill, yet I'm still putting the show out, whether I go seven hours ahead in, in an island in Greece and we're still fucking doing the show, all that stuff is because we're dedicated to you and because you guys are dedicated to us. And without our Patreon family, we wouldn't be here at this position. So honestly, thank you, Patreons, all you from the 2023 year that made this so great. You guys are the best. We love you. You guys rock. I mean, thank you so much. Uh, Like Zeus says, we say it every week. You guys are the lifeblood of the show. The continued support that you give us uh, just helps the show continue to grow. We can explore new avenues, new guests, new things, new everything, all because of you. And we like to give back in little ways. Uh, As Zeus mentioned, certain tiers, you get sneak peeks on Thursday, what the episode's going to be. On Fridays, you get involvement in picking what our flashback Friday will be. We rotate our album review crew picks, and we let the Patreons get involved and pick one of those and so much more. So please go to Patreon.com, search for us, click on the Patreon link directly on our website, download the app. Please check us out. And a huge thanks to our newest members, Soterios and Steingram. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. It's a different kind of uh, question to you, Tom. Now, what's going on in Kiss World? Yeah, I know, huh? Oof. Well, nothing really per se, except for some news broke last week. Kiss dropped a video on their website, a little promotional video saying 50 years is a long time, and what the future holds is in the making. A show is coming, and it's coming in 20 fucking 27. So everybody's reaction to this was, what? What the hell are you going to do for the next three years? And a lot of people have already said it. We've read some emails tonight, some comments. Why did you have to immediately inject this into the final show? If you don't even have a plan for another three years. So bizarre, in my opinion. Yeah, bad decision-making because it just, I I don't care how you pussyfoot around it. It fucking hurt Yeah, the end of the road last show doing this stuff. So anyway, that's their decision. So, I mean, whatever. I guess, I guess my big thing is, look, they're an eight, they're, they're a legacy act. Okay. They have their kiss fandom and their kiss fandom is massive as we all know that. What are you going to do for the next three years to stay relevant? That's my question. Are you just going to continue to sell merch? You can't do box sets anymore because we keep hearing about these stories with, you know, the brand and universe or whatever. What are you going to do that is going to make people give a shit in three years about you? That's bizarre to me, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'll be able to sell some stuff and do more things. And God, maybe, knows. maybe, um, I did see a Bruce video. Someone yep. had put out a birthday party in Vegas. That was interesting. Yep. Yep. Um, and then lastly, uh, our buddy Ace has got some videos out. Oh, God. And the only thing I want to say about that is I don't know if his girlfriend is listening because all of a sudden Ace is in the videos. Yeah, right. It's She's true. not in the videos. Yep. They're all videos of Ace. And more importantly, 
Ace is like friendly. Yeah. Because he usually looks like he fucking couldn't even lift his head up to be bothered in these videos. Yep. But he's like, hey, fucking happy birthday, Merry Christmas, and uh, season's greetings. <laughs> but like, and then he's just singing some fucking terrible song. And he's, I mean, that hasn't changed. His music has been still fucking horrendous. But <laughs> I mean, I, I this is what we want from Ace. Yeah, show him doing shit like that, being lovable and being cool and shit. Not you <laughs> walking through a bar or a club thinking you're a star and you're not. You know, that's the kind of shit. So maybe it's working. God bless her if that's the case. Maybe she's learning her lesson. And more ace, less you. So I'll be honest. I don't care though. I don't want to see Ace in his pajamas playing a fucking toy guitar. That does nothing for me. It doesn't. It, and I mean, if it, if it does something for you or for the Ace fans out there, that's wonderful. I, I just I don't want to see that. That's it's a, Ace's page. It's right. Content, I agree. It's yeah, content agree. of Ace. That's what we want. Not- no, you know what it is? It's content for us when we see him in his pajamas <laughs> playing like a toy guitar. Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday. Like these videos is why. Bob Reedy, we love you for listening to the show. This is why we continue to tease Ace, because we like to have fun with the guy. God love him. He's alive. He's kicking and he's playing music. But if you watch that and don't have a sense of humor with just goofing on it in a friendly way, then I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I, I know what to tell him. You can listen to one of the shows that you find are safe on our show. No, but he there likes are us. Plenty, he likes but us. there are plenty of other safe places i don't want to offend anybody i love ace and i really like the pajamas he was wearing I, i'm just video. putting it out there i, I don't want to say anything either way there's plenty <laughs> of shit like that out there that you can listen to that won't have an opinion that just wants you to be their friend because uh you know mommy bought them the first nintendo set on the block and someone needs to make friends whatever be my friend, podcaster. <laughs> I got the Atari 64. Great, honey. Maybe some friends will come over. Yay! Yay! Oh, God. Other than that, uh, that's uh, it for news. Nothing. All right, Tom, let's take a quick little break. Ace is going to play us out. I got a new track here, but uh, it reminds me now that we're Turning the corner on 2023. When I was a kid, my ears used to pop out and they used to call me baby New Year's. And uh, I couldn't fit a top hat over my head because my ears would pop out. And uh, <laughs> and now I uh, they finally shrunk back into my head. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Okay, we're back. No ace jokes. It's going to be a very serious year in review show. (laughs) (sighs) At one time, that big vulture picked me up and Rudolph in the baby new year. And they dragged us to the island of misfit toys. That's where I learned how to play Genghis Khan. (laughs) Why am I such a misfit? (laughs) That's the song I was playing the Christmas video. I was the Why original. Why am I such a misfit? I am not just a nitwit. <laughs> I was the original snowman in that video. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I am old Chris Kringle. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I am old Ace Fraley. <laughs> the only jingling you're going to hear from me is the coins in my pockets. All I got. Hey, Tom, can you turn the racket down? I'm trying to get a little nap here in the shed. Please appreciate it. Thank you. I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna be serious. That ain't gonna happen. It's never gonna Fuck happen. That. Fuck that. Is Go right. to the safe places. Fuck off. Go to him. Go to him. <laughs> well, it's year in review. And what we do is we usually go through the episodes we had on the show. Just give a little brief scenario of what we kind of Went through this whole year, and we opened up last year with, wow, Chris Jericho, PJ Farley, live commentary of Kiss Exposed. I got to tell you, looking back at this, 2023 flew by, it feels like, okay? But I feel like we did that episode like 10 years ago. It's When I, when I look at our, when I look at 2023, I'm like, wow. But what a, what a way, like we said, we always like to kick off the years big, and that was a biggie. Oh, yeah. Those guys are great guests. And oh, yeah. Great, uh, and one of them is a Hall of Famer. That's right. And we wouldn't want to do Exposed with anybody else besides Jericho. And, of course, PJ's hilarious. So that was great. Yeah. Yeah. So we set. So the next episode we did, Tom, we did a retrospective on our Real Kiss Alive series. Oh, yes. And we broke down the six Kiss Real Kiss Alive series. And we ranked them, and it was a ton of fun. That is one of my all-time favorite rotating, recurring series that we've done on the show, those Real Kiss Alives. I loved it. And I think doing a little retrospective, wrapping them up and ranking them was great. And I know fans love those. They were a ton of fun because just one of those organic discussions where what happened if they did something after Alive 2, and we just carried it through and just kept making episodes, and it was great. 
realkissalive.com, realkissalive8 was a live compilation of Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, and Monster. I would rather be, I would rather have my Kiss cruise ship hit an iceberg. Brutal. Oh, yeah. Then we did an album review. Hotter Than Hell. Mm -hmm. The second Kiss album. Loved it. Tons of fun. And you had Parasite as your number one song. I had Watching You. Yep. Uh, we both had them ranked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Fun review. I mean, album reviews are just, oh, my God. We love them so much. We know you guys love them, but we, we love them so much. And Hotter Than Hell. Got to get those classic albums. And we only have a handful left. Yeah. And not that we knew this was coming, but episode 208. Yeah. We did Ace Fraley on the Howard Stern Show, which was an older show. Yeah, from 2005. Right? Yep. Yes. And he went on. He came out there with Chuck Zito. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I, I, was, in a, I was in a gangster mobster movie. I was the crazy. Uh, dr- I played a drug dealing mafia guy. <laughs> yeah. My name was Johnny. I played a heroin dealer. Great movie called Remedy. <laughs> I think Chuck Zito was at the final show. I heard he was at the final show. Why? Why yeah. is that name funny? <laughs> Chuck Zito. <laughs> He's fucking awesome in Oz. That guy's a big motherfucker. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he don't look like he can't fight. He looks like he can whip some ass. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, episode 209, Tom. Ultimate Classic Rock. Kisses 50 Most Important Concerts. Yeah. This was interesting. I, I, I'm not sure if this article needed to have 50, but uh, it was interesting. It was good. I mean, for Kiss Tards like us and our fans and listen, this is like as deep dive as it gets. Um, so it was fun. And we did have a Marvel style ending at the end of that show. I think this was the year of our Marvel endings. Yeah, that's right. We did do that. And the funny thing is, like, don't you think these should have waited to the end of the road? finished and then done this this article i agree yeah right? yeah probably yep all right tom then the next episode we did is we brought sink and stanley on yes because he interviewed doc mcgee mm-hmm. about backing tracks he got him to open up his mouth and it was breaking everywhere and so we had tim on and he came on and he spoke about it and we we you know we asked him point blank about a lot of his stuff and we know he's polarizing. We know half of you like that shit and the other half hate it. Yep. And uh, to try to make things fucking a lot easier here, we try to cut back on a lot of the drama that was being created uh, on our social media pages. So, but uh, Tim came on and explained it. And that was, uh, that was tons of fun, actually. Yeah. And the reason, you know, for all the people that are wondering why Tim, why we had him on or whatever, look, we don't shy away from having anybody on the show, as you guys know. And at that point, that was news. Yep. Okay. It was the, there had been theories about tracks and whatever. Doc McGee says a point blank. Of course, let's have them on. Let's, let's shoot the shit. Let's have some fun and find out what's going on. And, and that, that's what we do on the show. Yep. The next episode, we interviewed the great Don Jameson. Yes. And that was great because then we got to meet him in person in New York City at the weekend uh, and saw him do some of his, some of his routine there with Craig Gass. Uh, fantastic guy, great guy, loves Kiss, loves rock, loves metal. So that was a blast to interview him and then, of course, to meet him in person in New York City. Yeah, what I found interesting is Don is so quick on his feet. Real smart guy. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Really. Yep. Um, 
the next uh, episode, 212, we did a breakdown of uh, a compilation, 20th Century Masters, The Best of Kiss Millennium Collection, Volume mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love yeah. doing I love I love doing these. This was this was a interesting set of songs from Creatures of the Night to Hot in the Shade. And anytime we do a compilation review, the best thing is breaking down the tracks, then bitching about the tracks that didn't make the compilation and ranking them and talking about them. So anything involving albums in general, but compilations are always fun too. Yeah, this one included songs from Creatures of the Night through Hot in the Shades. Yep. I think yep. it's number two of three, so that we still yes. haven't done the third one yet. Yep. Next, we uh, continue to surprise people with our guest. We had a couple of the three sides of the coin people on, Michael Brandvold and Lisa Martini. That's right. Worlds collide. This was great. We had been back and forth with Mike. Uh, we tried to get everybody on the show, but due to some scheduling with Tommy and Mark, people couldn't make it, but it was great. And uh, proof that two shows that are different, but the same could coexist in the kiss world. Uh, and again, we met Lisa in person in New York city and that was always great. And, you know, we still chat with Mike online as well too. So that was all, that was a lot of fun. That was nice. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't have their own guys on their own show show up. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not going to be offended, right? So, and that was great to have them on. And again, we don't have to have the drama that everybody thinks there is. Yep. Some shows, we can have difference of opinions. They run their show one way, and we can respect them for that. And we run our show our way. Yep. Um, Episode 214. Like like I said earlier, we didn't know that Ace was going to, I mean, Kiss was going to do this. And when we did the ace on Howard Stern, here is Kiss on the Howard Stern. And this is when they broke down what's going to be their last concert show and when it'll be. Yeah, this was huge. This was in March. Um, And when this announcement came, of course, we watched it. We studied it. We examined who talked, what they said, the performances, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, we waited for tickets to go on sale and boom. New York City came and went. So I, I can't believe that was nine months ago, you know, over, almost more than that, that this even happened. Yeah, it was fascinating. Um, and it's just looking back at this, you're like, they announced it then, and now we just finished. Wow. Yep. Amazing. Yep. So episode 215, Ultimate Kiss Madness Preview. So this one was breaking down our annual March kiss madness tournament the fifth of its kind and this is made up of 64 of the best kiss songs in makeup and non-makeup that mean basically spanning their career yeah we took pretty much the top songs from our non-makeup madness top songs from makeup madness and decided just do a blowout tournament uh we tried to create the brackets you know to make it look like it would be you know not i stole your love versus detroit rock city or whatever uh, but it ended up being great anyway. So, yeah. Number 216, the great Michael DeBar. Oh, my God. The Marquee MDB. Incredible. This guy is amazing. What a joy to talk to him, not just about his music, his band, his love of Kiss, his relationship with them, but everything that just he does as a career. Please, I urge you guys to follow him on Twitter. So entertaining. So involved in interactive with his fans. I mean, we tweeted something out within a short amount of time. He comments and retweets. He's such a joy. This guy's the best. And what a fun interview with him. 
Yeah, go check out the documentary on him on yes, that's right. It's awesome. It's not too long, about an hour or so, and it's fucking awesome. You learn so much about this fascinating man that has friends in everything. Everybody knows him, loves him. Fuck his ex-wife, Pamela DeBard, loves him. Yep. I mean, he's just that charismatic. We love him. And uh, more importantly, he's a very, very busy man. He doesn't have time to go around (laughs) smelling cars. Awesome. So great. Oh, Jesus. The next two episodes, I'll put them together. One, Eddie Trunk, part one, and then Ace on Eddie Trunk, part two. We had to do it a two-parter because the first one was the threat, and the second one was the follow-up to the threat about dishing all this dirt if kiss doesn't apologize for the piss comment on the howard stern show and oh oh, just just ridiculous just ridiculous amounts of silliness there and this is why we fucking get angry with him yep look paul's comment was stupid but it's the same kind of jab that they've kind of been taking at each other for years nothing nothing out of bounds by it or whatever people like oh the fuck yeah you're right there was no need for him to take that. And he did, but it's nothing that he hasn't said before. Like we can't play with them now, but we couldn't begin with them. Like we wouldn't be here without them, but we can't be them with them. It's the same kind of fucking shit comment. Paul was being snarky, trying to sell what he has now. That's all that was. Yep. Ace does not have any fucking professional in his camp to be like, dude, take the high road. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Instead, he has people that are fucking, le- yeah, go out there, Ace. That'll be funny. Yep. Do this shit. Throw your career down the toilet. Throw away like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of opportunity by shitting on any chance Paul's ever going to work with you yep. on the end of the road. There's no yep. fucking way after he pulled that. You think Paul, who you saw how like everything had to go his way at the end of the road, was going to fucking take a chance to put that guy up there after he threatened him. Now that being said, now, now that, now that being said, Ace's response was absolutely insane and off the rails, but Paul was a fucking little dick for saying, Oh, they'd be pissed. Like just come but speaking of taking a high that all the but, time. Yeah, but, but, but if we're going to accuse Ace of not taking the high road, then we have to accuse Paul of the same. Don't you, if, if people Tom, are going to take the high I, I look at it as like, I spilled a drink on you. Then you go out and fucking take a match and blow up my car. Like, no, no, what the fuck, dude? It's I not get the same, it. It's I, not the I didn't, same thing. I get it. I get it. And I'm not defending Ace per se. I'm just saying, Paul, no need. No need to I, fuck I, I it. Prefaced, no, no need. I prefaced it by saying, right. oh, there's no need for him to do it. But it's I the know. same jab they've been taking. All of a sudden now, dude, have you ever heard a member ever in any fights or bands like this? If you don't fucking do this and apologize, I'm going to blackmail you about right. information I know about you. Right. Have you ever heard that? The best part about that was the best part about that was Eddie being like, just like, what the fuck is going on yeah. right now? And I'm like, sure at some point in the middle of that, you know, where I'm friends with those guys, you know. I, oh, yeah. yeah. He's just all over the place. And the funny thing is, like, he just can't help himself. Nope. Somebody's egging him on and he just lost thousands and thousands of dollars the guy can't fucking have a passport because he owes money to the irs perhaps you should have fucking just taken the fucking high road 
and and, and made things happen. <laughs> I didn't need a passport for. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Anyway, um, we wrapped up episode 219 with the March Madness tournament. Yep. Oh, we couldn't get Jericho, so we grabbed Cas- Caserta. I don't. I mean, I know Joey Caserta. Yeah, if we had, we had, we had to settle for you know the fourth best thing. So, but uh, yeah, now of course we do these tournaments. Detroit Rock City ends up winning it, no surprise. But I'll tell you right now. Next year's March Madness tournament is going to look a little different. Yeah, we already came up with the concept. We, we already have our concept, so it's going to be very different next year. Yeah, and um, yeah, fucking Casada. Episode two twenty, we reviewed Kiss off the soundboard Poughkeepsie nineteen eighty four. Tom, yeah, back in the days when they released off the soundboards. Uh, yeah, we love this album. It was interesting. It was the, the next best thing to getting the audio version of Animalize live uncensored. The band is like crazy, 100 miles an hour, but it was unique and no one ever heard or had an official release of a Kiss Animalize tour live album. So this was a, a thrill for Kiss fans. This, this, was, this was great. I mean, it might not be an album that you're going to go back to all the time and listen to, but it's great to have. But the reason why it was so special was... Yeah, it was a Mark St. John live album. One of two. That's right. Yep. That he ever did, I think. That's so right. then we did episode 221, Spinning Gold Movie Review. Yeah, Zeus and I both saw this movie separately because we couldn't figure out a way to get together and watch it together. So we took it. So we watched it separately. And I remember specifically sitting in the movie theater with maybe four other people. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing. Sitting there with my phone, taking notes as we went along. Look, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie in the world. I had fun with it. I grew up listening to all those Casablanca artists. It was a fun movie. Yep. You know, the the Kiss stuff, take it with a grain of salt. I know Kiss Tires are out in full force. That's not why they wrote Beth, that the makeup isn't right. You know, whatever. It, it was it was fun. If you haven't seen it, you know, see if it's on streaming or whatever. Rent it. It's worth, it's worth checking out. It's, it's a fun movie. Yes. Episode 222, Cinco de Mayo, the best fifth track off a Kiss album, Tom. Oh, boy, do we love these. Now, number five wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. I don't I I think I, I if I recall correctly, I think number four may have been worse. I think I remembered saying something like the fourth song is where the, the songs go to die or something like that. I, there's a couple songs I legitimately love that were the fifth track. No, my number one was Charisma. Your number one was Tomorrow and Tonight. Yeah, Tom. Uh, I, I'm not sure about this, but I love Tomorrow and Tonight, Dangerous Stand. I love those songs. Yeah. You start, I start, you know, going deep down the list when I at six through 10. Yeah, but so look, you're, you had Baby Driver, Let Me Know, Rock Bottom, Domino. I mean, those are those aren't exactly all stinkers. Those are good no, songs, but those are songs probably song one hundred down. Oh, I agree. Yes, in, yeah. in the, of the two hundred something songs from Kiss. Yeah, put it this way: the fact that we both had that's the kind of sugar Papa likes in our top ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean that yeah. might say a lot right there. But yeah. but anyways, you know, it, it's it's not a terrible list. So next, we reviewed one of the greatest experiences of uh, my life. An evening with Gene Simmons event in Vegas. Yeah, just another chapter in an incredible 2023. An absolutely 
just amazing weekend. The people we met, the experiences we had, the pictures that we took, the stories that we had, just an absolutely brilliant, brilliant, memorable weekend. Yeah. Every time we do an event, I'm wondering, I'm like, is this my favorite event? Was the cruise the my favorite event? Right. Me too. Was Creatures fav- uh, Fest my favorite event? Wait a minute. An evening at Gene Simmons. Wait a minute. The New York trip. Exactly. Like, yep. I can't explain to you guys, like those things, I know it's cliche to say, oh, it's the hang, it's the hang. Really is. It really but is. This one was a little different because we met so many like members and yeah. kiss family people. We hung out at the bar and got thrown out with dang drinking with Jericho. That don't happen. Lee. <laughs> Scrolls up out of nowhere. We got Eric Singer showing us midget cowboy movies from the twenties. <laughs> I mean, it was just an yeah. experience. That was, it met, was amazing. You know, Tommy and, uh, you know, so many others that were there. It was just a crazy, crazy yeah. night. Yep. Crazy, crazy oh, nights. Don't. Oh. Uh, episode 224, we did the Lick It Up tour, Tom. Yes, we love the tour reviews. Love these. Uh, <laughs> this was a great one. Interesting uh, lineup, interesting stage set, set list, interesting time in their career. Um, we love these. We love these recurring types of things, tour reviews, etc. You know, we talked about Real Kiss Alive. Sadly, those are all done, but there's plenty of more tours to get to, and the Lick It Up tour was a great one. Yeah, uh, episode 225, we had one of the biggest comedians in the world, Russell Peters on, a huge Kiss fan. He was amazing. Obviously hilarious because he's a comedian, but what a super Kiss nerd he was, too. I mean, getting real real deep into it with him, hilarious. The the conversation could have just kept going. He was one of those types of guests where... We didn't want it to end, and I don't think he wanted it to end, but he was fantastic and hilarious. And we love when we kind of peel back the curtain on these people that might not be known as KISS fans, but then they come on our show and they're like, this is amazing. I want to I want to keep talking about KISS. Yeah, the thing is, too, Russell, like, you know, of all these people we've got as guests, you know, obviously there's conversation going on that you guys don't see to get them to that point. Oh, sure. Russell is actually, for those who don't know, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest star of all the people we've had on our show. Huge international fucking fame. He knows everybody, whether he's talking about hanging out with Kobe and fucking, uh, what's his name there, Prince, and all these names. And then he'll pick up the phone and be like, yeah, yeah, just call me up. Yeah, yeah. And he'll get back to me if I send him a message. He gets back to me quickly, and yep. and and I'm just like, oh, when we remember when we were talking, I'm like, okay, well, we'll let you go. It's like, why? I I got nothing to do. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you want to talk to us? <laughs> like, and hang out? Like, yeah. it's just an amazing feeling. He's such a down to earth, awesome guy. Really love Russell. So, yep. uh, next two twenty six box set disc five. Tom. Yeah, we finally finished the box set. So. Pretty amazing stuff. I love the box set. You love the box set. We love breaking it down. And yeah, another uh, recurring series that came to an end in 2023. Yeah, quite obvious, Tom. It's My Life was number one for both of us. Quite obvious, even more so 
Yeah. Nothing can Nothing keep can me keep from eating was last. <laughs> Good God. Yep. Uh, yep. Episode 227. Tom, we went back to our TV appearances. Yep. This on Don Kirshner's rock concert, 1977. Speaking of recurring series and topics that we have on the show, this is another one of our favorites. Talking about TV spots. One of the most iconic ones. ABC in concert, Don Kirshner. This was incredible. They performed off of uh, Destroyer with the Spirit of 76, the costumes, the stage. I mean, we watched this and we were like, Jesus Christ, everybody talks about the Love Gun Alive 2 tour. Was the band, was this their peak maybe? It's tough when you watch watch this clip. It's stunning. Yeah, and they had the videos, pre-MTV, I Want You, Hard Luck Woman, and Love Them and Leave Them. Yep. That video for me and Tom in college, oh God. seeing Love Them and Leave Them from Kiss uh, Extreme Close-Up. Oh, yep. my God. And amazing. Amazing. Yep. Episode 228. Quarantine was back with Chris Jericho and PJ Farley, and they talked about their upcoming three-date tour they were going to do, and just had an awesome conversation about Kiss. Yeah, of course. We love these guys. I mean, they, they, they started off 2023. We had them back again. They were doing a little mini three-day tour in the Midwest, which was amazing. And then, of course, we just start talking about Kiss, 80s Kiss, etc. And nothing's better than that, talking with those guys. Yeah. Uh, episode 229, the 10 weirdest Kiss songs, ultimate classic rock. What a fucking stupid list. Seriously. <laughs> I'll tell you what, ultimate classic rock, they just love to provide content for our show because they keep doing these lists, which yeah. we love. And, and and I love it too because the loudcasters will see it sometimes before us. They'll post it on Facebook. Like, okay, here's an upcoming episode. We want to hear what you guys think about this. Me and Zeus talk about it. We'll look at it and be like, all right, boom, let's get ready. Let's do it. And this was an interesting, friggin' stupid, weird list. Yeah. Episode 230, probably one of my favorite fucking episodes we've ever done. And honestly, if I had to put a Mount Rushmore of episodes, this is up there. Bob Kulik with Bruce Kulik. We went down Bob Kulik's kiss contributions with Bruce one by one. Yeah, this is easily one of the great episodes we've ever done, if I could say so myself. One of the greatest, one of my favorite, one of the most fun, the most candid, the most informative, an incredible episode. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just full of emotion, interesting facts. Bruce just broke everything down. It was amazing. Yep. So episode 231, Tom, out of control, KISS member album review outside of KISS. Uh, And we did the Catman solo album, his first solo album. There's nothing better than you. I knew it was coming. You had In Trouble Again is his number one song, and I had the aforementioned there's nothing better than you. There's nothing better than me. There's I mean the album the I mean the album is kind of terrible, but we had a lot of fun with the episode, so that's all that matters. Yeah, uh it was a lot of fun doing that episode. Yeah. Episode 232. Legendary Grammy and Songwriter Hall of Fame musician Holly Knight. Wow. Yeah, this kind of starts off the 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 songwriting Hall of Fame uh, interview run that we had for the second half of 2023 here with Holly Knight. Just incredible. 
I mean, having, having these people on to talk about their stories, their involvement, relationships with Kiss, the songs they've written, the the inside stories of writing and, and just relationships with Paul and just incredible stuff. Her book's amazing. She's awesome. She's a hot shit. Great, great interview. Oh, I think she's hot as fuck. Oh, and, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she has no fucks given and is no, nope. just tons of fun and great and she's been great with us we chat with her often she's yep. fucking awesome yep uh episode 233 tom we did a kiss draft draft 11 the 1978 kiss solo albums we invited joey Casader on to do that with us yeah so we decided after we had reviewed all of the four solo albums that we wanted to kind of have a roundtable discussion about them in general and then do a draft. And it was great. It wasn't easy. But, of course, anytime we have Joey on to talk Kiss, it's always a blast. And drafts are great always, too. So, Tom, you took Speeding Back to My Baby. I took Radioactive. And Joey took Rip It Out first. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Next, we did episode 234, Wives and Girlfriends of Kiss. Now, now, where this, else are you going to get this kind of analysis on a KISS podcast? This is, you know, what's funny is then we listed our top five. Oh, yeah. Both of us had Paul's first wife in there. Oh, God, yeah. Ooh. You had, of course, everyone knows, Samantha Fox, number one for you. Yep. I had Deborah Jensen, Peter's fucking second wife. Hot. Ooh. Hot. God damn. Yep. All second wife, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yep. This is real analysis there. And I remember that fucking, remember we were joking and laughing, but it was so true. Everyone was like, oh, you fucking forgot this. You know, that so-and-so is this. Yep. Like, yep. Oh, my God. Was it this episode? Where, what was the episode with someone who was, you know, good episode, but if you guys did your research. Yes. It was, was yeah, it. it was, the, yeah, be like, yeah, fucking relax here. We're not, this isn't fucking cosmopolitan. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. Souls. Anyways, episode 235, Tom. I'm still in Greece at this point. Yep. Kiss Alive. That's yeah, a pretty good album. It's all right. <laughs> Man, I fucking love this album. Yep. So we we ranked uh Kiss Alive with the all the live albums. Uh your uh number one song from the Kiss Alive song uh, album. You had Deuce. I had Firehouse as mine. Yep. Yep. All right. So next, Tom, we move to episode 236, Ultimate Classic Rock. Here we go again. The worst sick kiss song from every album. Ultimate I, I, Classic Rock. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Ultimate Classic Rock provided so much flipping content for us. It was awesome. Every time they drop these these articles, we we text each other and be like, "Here, okay, when are we going to do an episode on this? Or if not, you guys would send it to us. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was, it's great. Just like the weirdest kiss songs, the the, you know, the worst kiss song for me. I'm just a ton of fun. We love lists. We love pick, picking at lists and complaining about lists. And this checks off all those boxes for us whenever we get these. Yeah. Episode 237. We had the great Brent Fitz on our show. This was quite a get for us. We love Brent. We've become good friends with him, and he does not make himself super available to podcasts, if not at all. all. If no. at all. No. So to come on, so to come on with us and just have a great conversation, fantastic interview with him. 
Yeah, and we had fun with him at the Gene event in Vegas. Oh and yeah, I, and and I'll never forget when he, he like out of nowhere he just leans over to me and goes, "I'm gonna do it." I said, "Do yeah. what? I'm gonna do your show. I yep. don't do podcasts, but I'll do your show." And I'm like, "Okay, fuck yeah, <laughs> yep, Man, yeah." He is yep. such a cool guy. He's great. Uh, episode two thirty eight. Kiss producers. Now this was fun. Yeah, and we ranked every producer. Yeah, it was awesome. It was this was great. I had Eddie Kramer number one. You had Bob Ezrin number one. Uh, great discussion going through the discography and picking apart the production, what these guys did or didn't do, or what they brought or didn't bring to each album. Another deep dive into the Kiss world. Yeah, just to continue a little bit on that, we both had Michael James Jackson's number two, and yes. we both both had Greg Collins. Uh, uh, as the worst guy, and that's yep. the guy I did the last couple albums with Paul. Yep, is that Gary Collins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, episode two thirty nine. We had legendary Twisted Sister frontman D. Snyder on. Oh my God, one of the great episodes for me, at least. I loved it, and of course, he even said it. He went viral. Not because he said anything really kiss related, because he started talking about Metallica, and the next thing you know, all shit goes sideways just because of D. It was friggin' fantastic. What a like I love talking with him. He's me just, too. Me too. You know, whether you believe it or not. And there were times he fucking said, hmm, I didn't think about that. Yep. Like I'm like, holy shit. Like he was having an honest dialogue. Not yep. I talk, you talk, nobody's listening. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. He was that great. That was great. Uh, episode 240, album review, Sonic Boom, Tom. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of this album, but it's fun to do album reviews. I still have a problem with you picking Dangerous last out of 11 songs on that album. That's incredible that that's last. Yeah, you put Stand last. I put it number one. So there you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stand Jesus Christ, Zeus. All right, what's next? The year of Freely continues. Yeah, so we always do a member profile. Yep. Uh, This is our fifth one, and this one we did episode 241, Ace. Yep. We picked our top 10 songs here. I had Shock Me, the Alive 2 version. You had Cold Gin. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like that's the most, like, you think about Ace. You think of Hakeem. No, when you like you <laughs> yeah, think of Kiss yeah. and Kiss song, I think of Cold Gin of Face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Okay. I hear you. Episode 242. Fucking love these guys. Oh my the god. Busted open podcast, wrestling podcast, David LaGreca, and the great bully Ray. Oh my God. And another great interview here. And there's more coming up. When we had them on the show, had an absolute blast with them. And then met them in New York City. Fantastic. These guys are kick-ass, huge KISS fans, so down-to-earth, such incredible personalities, and, of course, KISS fans. Yeah, and there I was. I told you, Tom, not too long ago, I was driving to the hockey rink, getting ready for a game. I get a call. I'm like, who the fuck is this from? It's a new out-of-state New Jersey number. It was David LaGreca. Yep. He just had to call me to tell me he listened to the review and that he fucking loved it and yeah. wanted to commend us. What a great job we did on reviewing that. And the funny thing is, just for people, I'll give you a little sneak peek, people. 
Bully Ray wanted to come on and do the review with us. He's you're talking about the he, New York City. You're talking about the yeah. New York City weekend. Yeah. He wanted to come on, and he was like, "Hey, can I can I do the show with you guys?" And we're like, "I'm." I had to say no to him. We had to say, we had to say no to Bully Ray. Yeah, and from the size of him, he's another guy who doesn't look like he can't fight. He yeah, exactly, looks like he can fucking whip some ass. <laughs> and uh, because we wanted it to be us, like yep. there's certain things we've had people. Hey, can I come on when you review this album? Like celebrities, musicians. We're like, no. We, we have no. had we have had a list people be like, hey, when you guys do this album, do you mind if I come on? And we're like, no. Yeah, we can't. No. We can't do it. No, we have a sorry. formula. I'm sorry. Yeah, and sorry. this was the same thing when we reviewed this. We couldn't have him in there, and we'll have him on again. Oh yeah, oh, we'll have, yeah. awesome. Yeah, great guy. Uh, great. Yeah. Guy. Anyways, uh, episode two forty three, Destroyer forty fifth anniversary super deluxe fun time set <laughs> disc three. Tom, we reviewed. Yeah, this was okay. I mean, this was there, there was a couple of things on here. Nothing great. I mean, you know, you had the Peter song there, the unreleased track ain't none of your business. Uh, but this was kind of when it's like a alternate take two of Do You Love Me? Alternate yeah. take five of fucking single Slayton. remix. Yeah. 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 Mono edit. Uh, you know, it's like, ah, whatever. But we always have fun with these because it's KISS. That's what it comes down Fuck. to. Yep. Episode 244, we did another KISS draft. KISS draft 12. With the money bag guys, we did a ultimate Gene Simmons draft with them. Yeah, this was a five man draft, and there was really not much left to pick from uh, by the time this was over. But we were surprised at the amount of Gene songs that were available to to pick. Uh, and this was a blast. These guys are great. Again, uh, more guys that we met in person in New York City. The trend continues. We have them on our show, and the New York City brings us together. So this is fantastic. Yeah, and I still got to say, John's a fucking idiot. What, for picking, picking Don't Touch My Ascot in a gene draft? <laughs> Episode 245, Craig Gass. Again, the trend continues here. Three of the last four episodes, guys that we had on the show that were amazing and then got to meet him in person in New York City. We went to his show, saw his stand-up, got some shirts, met him. Great time, hilarious guy, obviously huge Kiss fan. Yeah, we love Craig. He's been fucking awesome. And we hope you guys enjoy his comedy and stuff because I, we think it's fucking great. Oh, he's awesome. He's great. Episode 246, Tom, we had Martin Popoff back and he discussed his new book, Kiss at 50. That was a blast. We love having, I love having Martin on. He's so academic and cerebral. He's, he just, he gets into it so much. And we had to have him on here, of course, because it's a Kiss book. But it was even more special for us to have him on because when we had him on way back, just to have him on in general, we asked him point blank, when are you going to write a kiss book? And now that he wrote one, like, we have to have you on. The book is friggin' phenomenal. You have to get it if you're a kiss fan. Yep. It's great. And obviously, we love talking to Martin about anything. Yeah. Uh, episode 247, legendary TV appearance here. Kiss on the Tomorrow with Tom Snyder, October 31st, 1979. It's basically our Halloween episode. This worked out perfectly. We had been sitting on this episode for quite some time, and it worked out that the interview occurred on Halloween. So we said, all right, let's make it our Halloween episode, and let's finally get to one of the big boys. And, of course, everybody knows this, the, the legendary interview where Ace goes off the rail and Gene's giving him the death stare. Classic stuff. You guys all know it. If you missed this episode for some strange reason, go back and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 248. We have Mitch Weissman, singer-songwriter on. 
Again, continuing the trend of the songwriter interviews of 2023. Great, great guy. So much insight. And it was great, too, because he contributed to an era that you don't get to really hear a lot about. You know, Gene's solo stuff, some stuff off Animalize, some stuff off Crazy Nights, and just really, really cool guy to talk to. Yeah, uh, I like Mitch a lot. He's a good yeah. guy. Yep. Uh, 249, Tom, we did our annual Kiss Mailbag 5. Here it is. Yeah, we love the mailbag. You guys keep sending us questions. We read one every week, and then we usually stack a bunch together, and we do our uh, end-of-the-year mailbag, and this was it. Episode 250, Jean Beauvoir. There we go. Another songwriter here, and another one from another interesting era. Animalize, Asylum. Great stuff. Great guy. Great personality. Tons of fun talking to him. And again, having these guys on and talking about their creativity with the band, especially in the 80s stuff, is just so great. Yeah. Episode 251, Preaches the Night, 40th Anniversary Super Deluxe Box Set Fun Time, Disc 2. Yep. Yeah, this was one that was kind of, again, there was a couple things in here that were worthy. And some of the stuff was kind of, you know, demo this, outtake that. But again, we love to break it down because that's what we do here. Yeah, and I think we started the trend of Ace the Biscuit. (laughs) Yes, yes. Tom, episode 252, our Hall of Fame class of 2023. Yep, everybody can always count on this episode near the end of the year. This is a big one. Joey Caserta finally made it in. Yeah, after one year. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus Jesus Christ, Mike. Exactly. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fucking big decisions we made that year. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, episode 253. Seemed like it only happened yesterday. The end of the road, Madison Square Garden recap. Yeah, just incredible stuff. The memories that we'll have of that show. Just amazing. I mean, that's an episode that I might want to go back and listen to every once in a while just to hear how amazing the whole weekend was. So we hope you guys enjoyed that because we sure shit did. Episode 254, Kiss Festivus 5. It's another appearance by Joey Casada. We got enough of him in 2024. Exactly. He <laughs> way needs to too, pay way too many episodes. Royalties on his fucking book sales and yeah, way, way too much. Joey Casada sock puppets, whatever the fuck he sells nowadays. Yeah, you know what? That's actually one of my Festivus. Too much Casada. Yeah. That's good. Uh, <laughs> it's, what's funny is, Tom, like, do you think we'll ever run out of Festivus material? Never. Never. Not with not with this band. Not with this band. Although I will be honest with you, could be a little sketchy in 2024 if the band is like off the grid completely, but we can dig deep into something. We'll fucking find some shit to make yeah, up. Yeah, of course. And then last week, 255, we had the great Desmond Child, obviously. Yep. And we talked about that at the beginning with feedback. Fantastic, fantastic episode. Great guest. What a way to end off. In terms of a proper Shout It Out Loudcast episode for 2023. Yeah, Holly Knight, Desmond Child, Jean Beauvoir, Mitch Weissman. Like, yeah. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I'm just saying it was a it was an incredible year for the songwriter in the interviews that we've done. Never mind those. We also had the Bob Kulik, Bruce Kulik. We've had Brent Fitz on. We had Russell Peters on. Like the interviews we got were fucking phenomenal last year. Yeah, I, I, I'm Michael really... Michael DeBar, Don Jameson, 
I'm just looking through this. I'm like, holy shit, look at all the fucking people we had on there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really proud of 2023 for us and for you guys to be able to have that kind of content. We we had so many amazing, amazing guests, comedians, songwriters, just authors, just incredible Twisted stuff. Sisters, yeah, D. Snyder, Snyder, exactly. Busted Bruce, open. Bully Bruce Ray was on David again. Yeah, yeah, just incredible stuff. And we're and again, we say this all the time. You guys helped to create the the momentum of this show to continue to get these guests that we can bring to you and just have such a fun time talking with them. Yeah. Patreon members, all you guys, thank you for that. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So guys, that's the year of 2023. Now, if you know us, we don't sit back. We've got a lot of shit in store for you for 2024. Yep. We've got a fucking shit ton of ideas and and interviews lined up. We also can't wait to unleash our new book, which will yes. be coming out. Raise your glasses. And that continues to get better and better and better. Yep. Uh, we can't fucking wait for you guys to see this thing. You guys are going to fucking love it. It's going to be amazing. 2024 is going to continue to just get huge for us and for you guys. So stick around. Yeah, Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. You got something? Yeah, this is an email from Jay Rucker. Tom and Zeus, imagine that you guys had the opportunity to sit down and have a one or two hour interview discussion with any member of the original lineup. And you are allowed to talk and ask them anything. Which guy would you want to have this discussion with and who would be the most entertaining and informative? Love the show. Keep up the great work. So nothing's off limits, and they'll answer me. Then it'd be Paul. That's okay. Easy. I mean, Peter and Ace have put it all out there. Gene, I love him, but he's put out a lot more. He's a lot more out there. Paul, I'd love to pierce through all those answers that he's had in the past that are just placating the fucking questionnaire and that just un- like mean nothing i would cut through that shit and go and be direct with him put him like cross-examine him and get those questions i really want to hear from him as much as i want to agree with you and say paul i just think he just i think my frustration would be so obvious with because he would just he would just push back the pushback would be endless he wouldn't he say said anything. that he would answer everything if they well, would no, answer, no, 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 no. He's he's saying nothing's off limit. We can ask them anything and engage in a discussion. But if you think yeah. Paul is going to really open up, I mean, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I think. I mean, I love Gene. Gene's friggin' entertaining and hilarious and smart and intelligent. I feel like if I could, if we could get him on a good day, I think Peter would have tons of awesome shit to talk about. Tons. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I love Peter. He's my favorite member, but. Give me a break. If I have an opportunity to ask anything I want and you'll sit there and listen I agree. to me. I agree. It's Paul. Paul, because you can't fucking ever get him to be truthful. Like, cut the shit, dude. What is your fucking beef with Peter? Why yeah. do you hate him so much? Right. Like, it's quite obvious. You go after him when you don't need to. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll let you guys know when we have all of them on in 2024. Yeah. Or better <laughs> yet, when you sit there and you say, Paul, I mean, we've heard your excuses for the fucking set list that it, the fans don't buy it. 
Why don't you go poll your fucking fans? Who do you think spent all that money to go see you in Madison Square Garden? Do you think they want to fucking hear say yeah? Yep. Like, like, come on, man. You, yeah, you keep saying it's about the fans. It's about the fans. If it's about the fans, why are you doing what you're doing right now? Yeah. And so yeah. I would really want to pinpoint some of those things. And, you know, okay. just, I think those are the more interesting questions to be asked. I agree. I agree. Okay. Fair enough. Jay, great question. Thanks for listening and uh, being a fan. Appreciate the submission. Yeah. So, Tom, where can people find us? Yeah, go to our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find everything about us. You can find links to all the episodes, the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, Album Review Group, Dorm Damage, Zeppelin Chronicles, links to our Patreon. And again, a huge shout out to our fellows overseas there for joining the Patreon family. You guys rock. Thank you so much for that. Uh, you can send us messages directly from the website. We get those in the form of an email. You can click on all of our social media links. Everything's on the website, so go there. And if you want to send us an email, please do that. Shout out loudcast at gmail.com. If you want to have question of the week, just like Jay just did, please send us an email or send us a message through our website. We'll get it. We'll bank them. We read every single one of your emails. We say this all the time. We might not have the time to read them during the show. We read every single email that you send us. So please continue doing that. We love hearing from you. And of course, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, very active on all those. Please follow us. Please tag us. And of course, our amazing Facebook group, shout it out loudcasters. We're pushing 9,000 members there. It's a great place for the community to jump in, post things, articles, pictures, polls, opinions, whatever. Unfortunately, Zeus and I have had to take on a part-time job as being admin moderators of the group because some people are shitbags and don't know how to control themselves, but that's okay. So please continue to check us out. And we always like to say that we are a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. Just to pile on that, Tom. Yeah. Just want to give you guys a heads up. So some of you guys that might be newer or whatever, if you don't agree to the rules. You're not getting in. Yeah, we're not going to let your comments stand. You just got to just fucking say yes. Say yeah. Like Paul says, say yeah. Exactly. And just stop being fucking morons and have fun, man. Come on. Yep. Anyway, uh, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us one of those five star child reviews on apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast and wherever you can give us a review they help the show tremendously as a matter of fact i think we got a newer one on apple podcast this is from by tour oh that's says, a, that's a, that's a that's a rush reference Ooh, i don't yep. get it but that's okay there's a song called by tour and the snow dog on fly by night it's one of my favorite rush songs that's a rush dork was just, that it was that in english what you just said to me yes Yes. It says, settle down, five stars. Two middle-aged dudes. Thanks. Who love Kiss, but not so much that they won't point out the band's shortcomings in missteps in hilarious fashion comedian double platinum. Wow. Excellent. Thank you for that. Much appreciated. And if you are uh, someone that uh, listens to the show, which you say you are, please let us know who you are so we can thank you. Send us a DM, and we'd love to thank you uh, for writing that awesome review. Yeah, now, and I also want to applaud you for your uh, little name there of Bitor. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you think of Bitor, <laughs> I, I got to stop there. I'm fucking be all over the place. Uh, anyways, you can... 
uh, email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. But better yet, you can still go to our website and find everything you could actually think of about Shout It Out Loudcast, whether it be merch, our Amazon store, or whether you want to look at previous episodes or guests or podcasts we've been on. This is where you go. Shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Tom? We always end on famous last words. You got any? She wears her satins like a lady. She gets her way just like a child. You take her home and she says, maybe, baby. She takes you down and drives you wild. Yeah, I know. I'm a prisoner of love and I can't break these chains. Yeah, yes, I know. But here comes that feeling again. Loudcasters, Kiss Army, Tom, thank you for a great 2023. And here's to a prosperous and happy and safe and healthy 2024. God bless you all. Thank you. Guys, Loudcasters, listeners, subscribers, Patreons, fans, friends, whatever. You guys are the best. We cannot thank you enough for an incredible 2023. We all know that 2024 is going to be amazing, and we want you all to be a part of it. So thank you so much. We wish you all a happy new year, and you can count on more chaos from Shout It Out Loudcast. I can tell you that much right now. Zeus is always my friend. Thank you, and happy new year. Peace out, Girl Scout. Hit the music. What I'd like now is for all you fat, out of shape, worldwide kiss cards to keep the noise down while I show your ladies what a real sexy man looks like. Listen, all you people out there sitting on rented furniture, settle down. Cut the music. Anybody seen Richie? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo?
we can't just leave this year without having something extra for our guests and listeners, right? I agree. I agree. Tell me about that fucking story report that you got at work. Okay. So I, I work in law enforcement. I work at headquarters, so I don't really see too much, but I have access to our central database where I can see reports that are written throughout the state at different locations. And this one kind of made it viral through some of my friends. And as soon as I saw it, the first thing I said was, I need to show this to Zeus. And the second thing I said was, we need to read this on the air. So, of course, names are obviously going to be kept out. But here we go. On June 9th, 2020, at approximately 1157 hours, I, Officer Blank, assigned a supervisor, was cleaning the third floor office area when inmate Blank began passing very bad gas. <laughs> As the work crew moved on through the office, cleaning into other offices in units on the third floor. As the work crew moved on through the commissioner's office, cleaning into other offices in units on the third floor, inmate Blank was still passing bad gas. And the entire area smelled very bad to the point that some inmates were coughing and gagging. The work crew then entered another unit, and I observed inmate Blank leaning up against the wall, asking for me to pass by her <laughs> because she could because she could not hold her farts in any longer. Inmate Blank had a can of Seabreeze air freshener. <laughs> holding it and spraying it <laughs> towards her rear end to try and get rid of the smell. While the crew was inside another unit cleaning the room, it smelled very bad. And another inmate said, look at the back of your pants. <laughs> it's soaking wet. You crapped yourself. It's coming out of your leg. I then asked this inmate, do you need to use the bathroom? And she said, yes, because I crapped my pants. The third floor female restroom was then shut down until inmate blank could clean herself up and we could locate a pair of pants for her. I then radioed the sergeant to report to the third floor. The sergeant was able to locate a pair of pants for inmate blank to wear because her pants were soaking wet. I had to notify the supervisor that we had to one inmate who had to be picked up early because she was sick. At some point, the other female bathroom, she may have defecated <laughs> on the toilet seat and floor. <laughs> She then dressed and cleaned the bathroom. Oh, my God. No comment needed. Happy New Year. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.